hit that button, hit that button. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, baby. Ain't nothing. I'm going to hit that button. Bruising Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I would read this with you. <laughs> <laughs> mama, mama. Guys, nah, it doesn't taste like dirt. Uh, my name is Lou Belgium, ladies and gentlemen. I'm wondering, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sample these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. You know how we do this. kind of brother. We've been doing it my way, getting my way for years. In my career. That's one of my least favorite Usher songs, but that's okay. Really? Damn. That's one yeah. of my favorite Usher songs. Really? I think really? I think for the video, I think the video old. made it one of my favorite. That's the old school joint, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah. back in the day yeah. joint. That's only right yeah. that we uh, uh, started off with since it is Super Bowl Sunday, and he will be the reason a lot of people would uh, turn on Super Bowl. Right, this, uh, right. Because they um they went hard for this year's uh, production in terms of promotion of him being a halftime show. Right, and yeah, they, like, did. they did above and beyond, and he rolled it out pretty well in terms of himself because he said, hey, I got a tour coming. Uh, I think that had a lot to do with it, too. Like, he got the Vegas residency, he got the tour yeah, coming, that, that wrapped right, up. Right. He was like, Yo, let's just, yeah, he probably wrote a probably wrote a children's book or something. <laughs> now, nah, you know, he was lit for, for all this, the the flack he got for, for the concerts and he fucking with people, girls, and all that stuff. So, he, he lit, he was a, he did the right thing, yeah, he on his shit right now. Yeah. I like that. And, and people have been giving great reviews about the residency. Like, I, I have heard not one bad thing about Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, it was great. Yeah, great yeah, I don't know anybody who, who was disappointed with the show. Yeah, so he said, I'm going to take that on, and then now I'm going to take the, my show on the road uh, with his new tour. Uh, and his album dropped tonight. I think it dropped after already. After the Super Bowl. It dropped. It dropped. I thought it, I thought it came out afterwards. Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's on Apple uh, Music uh, anyway. I'm going to say it's on Apple uh, Music uh, already. But the Apple Music did a whole think that, whole thing too. They did a video like where's Usher, like where's Usher? Oh yeah, that's right. It was with uh, what um Lil John Ludacris and uh, Taraji P Henson, uh, and they mm-hmm. they had lost them, so they had like a hangover, like hangover. Yeah. Uh, okay. I got two questions for y'all. Since yeah. Yoda, you said you love that song that uh, Rob opened with. You think he gonna sing that tonight? Probably not. And what y'all think he gonna open up with? Um. He's um, a town down. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you think it's he's yeah? definitely. I don't know if he opened it up with that, but he's definitely doing that song. Somebody said, yeah. Somebody said the good he, one he, was um, would be um, where he spent spells his name. I can't remember what the song is. U S H E. Yeah, that's when you. That's when it's seven o'clock in the drop top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What song is that? You got a bad? Is it got? You got it. You got it. Nah, that's not you got. Nope, nope. Well, I don't nah, that's, know it came out on my way. What's the name of that guy? Damn, we still old. I know. In order to get, that's why I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> Look at Lou. Lou's doing it fast. fast <laughs> that's not. They call me you. Uh, uh, that ain't you. That ain't you. Got it bad. 
Yeah, no, maybe not it is. at all. You got yeah. the bad was eighty seven oh one. I know my album. Maybe, was maybe, right. maybe I don't maybe know what the name of that goddamn song. <laughs> that song is my way. That song was on my way. Oh, okay. Oh, that song was on my way. But you don't know what. Yo, yeah. I think he gonna do DJ Fall in Love for some reason. Only reason because oh, the, nice the and slow, really? nice and slow, nice and slow. Nice yes, and slow. thank yeah. you. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Man, what yeah. a stupid yeah. easy title. <laughs> <laughs> he was eighteen. He was eighteen. Of course, it was another title. Yeah, just, just saying that, like Usher was out before I went to high school. Yeah, and I've been out of high school for over twenty five years. Right. So yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a, a great career. I think that's why another reason why it's so famous. Like, it's so many people that are going to get something out of the out of the show. Whereas a yeah. lot of times it's like one uh, section of the hip, of the yeah. music community that gets something like Usher. Usher be for the people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like he had he had a big he was big time at one point. Then he had a little law. And now because after the residency, mm-hmm. he back on top. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah, man. I, res- I think I think before he started the residency, we wasn't gonna have no more albums from Usher. Oh yeah, and that residency just just sparked everything. He's like, yeah, let me I- get back in the studio. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I might be right, yeah. but nah, he he had other out. He had, but I guess it was like but they wasn't they years. wasn't like they was, that was like moving mountains. He was moving, moving, right. moving yeah. mountains. That, yes. wasn't, that wasn't the the best album that What was the joint that he had with? Uh, he had one with Zaytoven. I didn't really do anything either. Oh yeah, that album. That album. And then he, but he, but another good thing with Usher is he started uh, messing with the younger R and B artists. Like he did the song with Summer Walker. Right. Yeah, that's he true. Did a lot of he do a lot of collab with the younger ladies, like yeah, the City had, Girls, City Girls, yeah, longer too. Yeah, so yeah. I I think that keeps him relevant. Like these the young people be like, who the hell is this old ass man that can sing real good? And he, he's still yeah. still popping and locking. Man. How much stretching Usher got to do to be popping and locking like that? <laughs> I can hardly I can barely get out of bed, man. God damn. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a good, good that for him. That motherfucker probably eat kale salad all day. And fucking, <laughs> yeah, he never got me. Protein shake. Top mid forty. Top mid forty shape for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and he works out a lot because he had to do the yeah. stuff. So you you know he had yeah. to. And, yeah, man. Yeah, his, his 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 voice his voice and his dancing is his business. So right. he should be a yeah. better uh, dancer than us for sure. I think right. he's just rolling around on skates, fucking singing and. <laughs> I feel like he still do it. Did he do it at the restaurant? Yeah, 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 yeah. They he skated. Got, it was like a whole skating rink at the. Uh, he, he got a skate. They he call him the skate. King of Roll Skating now. They, like they call him the King of Roll Skating. Yeah, he, <laughs> man, that nigga be skating. He almost fell at the one we went. And saw, that, nigga, that nigga with the with the afro from Roll Bounces pissed off to hear that shit. <laughs> that's sweet water. Yeah, sweet water, sweet water, y'all. <laughs> 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 Took that shit too. Sweetwater don't got nothing. He lost That's his girl. Stupid. Now he lost the rank. That's great. Right. Um, um, all right. Well, oh, I didn't say what up, what up, what up. Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast. Mm. We're the we top goes to rocket. We started, we started this. <laughs> and the brew will have it in fuel. <laughs> and I'm, I'm your host, Bob G. And with me, as always, legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? We got some. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, this is uh, episode yeah, 237 of Bruising Banter Podcast. And if this is your first time joining us, uh, welcome to the party. Welcome. Uh, and for Hi, our, guys. And welcome. For, and for welcome our bruisers, to the party. For our bruises and bruisettes, uh, I'm glad you are back with us on this. Welcome ride. back. Welcome Come along back. and ride on a fantastic voyage. No? Okay. Damn, the end of that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no,
like it. Like, wow, witch. Wow. That's, how, that's, how, that's exactly how Coolio made it. That was fucking terrible. Yeah, voyage. Hey, how's that? Good job, Rob. Uh-huh. Good job. It, I, I'm with you on that, Rob. Uh-huh. We got half of them. Yeah, well, that was crazy. Uh, but this is episode 237, <laughs> and uh, we do have a great guest with us this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whenever you are listening or watching, because I have caught up on most of the postings on YouTube. Ooh, them <laughs> shits was dropping like fucking... <laughs> <laughs> them notifications coming in like crazy. I'm like, Rob's going nuts on them right now. <laughs> so they are online as well as most of them, unless they had technical difficulties in some of the recordings. That's the only ones that have not been posted. But majority of them are up now on YouTube. Uh, but like I said, we do have a uh, great guest with Yay, us this Rob. afternoon, this morning, this evening. <laughs> we have the uh, the founder of uh, Facts, which is a uh, North Carolina-based uh, nonprofit that focuses on your mental wellness as well as your physical fitness and wellness as well. Uh, so we want to bring uh, Fantasia to the uh, podcast. Let me give her a round of applause. <laughs> you know welcome, what? welcome. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast. I got invited to the party. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're invited to the party. <laughs> oh, welcome, so welcome. It's not really exclusive. You just got to ask sometimes. <laughs> you know what? No, no, I don't think that's all you have to do. I think Yo, it's Here we go. Why, why, we're not about to get into this right now. Nope. <laughs> you be talking to the, not happening. the wrong members. Not happening. Podcast, clearly, not clearly, happening. that's what I've been doing. I think two out of three of us would have just said, pick a date. As long as you show up at the correct time, we'd be good. Oh. <laughs> I thought I lost you for a second there, Lou. What? 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 No. I didn't say anything. Did I say, all what considering, did I say? All considering. It's all right. It's all right. It's the cool stuff could have been since, you know, other ways too. So we're, we're not. Hey, it's, right on, it's right on time. It's right, on, right on, time. on time. We're here. Absolutely. That's right. You're exactly. supposed to be here today. Yep. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, All right. Before we get into uh, all that, we always like to know what everybody is drinking on. Uh, So, what are we drinking today? And we always start with our guest. So, Fantasia, what are you drinking today? I am drinking Cabernet. Um, And actually, I have the bottle if you want to see it. I don't know if that makes any difference. But it's a party bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Is the bottle what makes you drink that? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but, a little bit of this a little bit of that <laughs> but i actually no but i like cabernet and it was i was trying something new and so yes that is why it's the strongest okay. man in the world apparently you know and they went off of that mm. yo tell me this how come the strongest man in the world on there is the littlest nigga in the world because he looks tiny he does look tiny. Uh-huh. Let me see again. But I'm yeah, tiny and I'm pretty strong too. So I don't okay, know. yeah, I got you. And what's the brand? <laughs> is it the brand freak show? Is the brand called huh. Freak Show? Is that the, is that the name of the brand Freak Show? Or this is this is the name of this particular wine. But the um, it's it is Freak Show is the brand. And Michael huh. and David they have a winery and they create different like themes. Huh. I guess. Huh. Michael and, Michael and David, or is that the name of the people, or you know them? Like, how, I don't how know them you? personally, no. But oh, that's okay. what it says on the back there. That seemed real like I was my next door neighbor. They told me to try this, so, you know, I had to try it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're my neighbors now because they're in my cabinet, so. Oh, okay. Now, well, that's you, right. That's you, true. 
is is Cabernet your your wine of choice? Is that Cabernet. your favorite style of wine? Cabernet? Yeah, Cabernet is my go-to. Cabernet. So it doesn't matter. My... It doesn't matter what kind, what brand. Not, not necessarily. As long as the alcohol content is higher than fifteen percent, I'm okay with it. Oh, all right, all right. All right. And that, that's okay. I mean, obviously freak Ooh. show is. If you go and name something freak show, you gotta have it. Yeah. 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 So what's the, what is the ABV? This one is is just under. It's 14 and a half percent. Mm-hmm. But you know, okay. they say you can test the, you know how good the wine is when you can stick your finger in the hole at the bottom. I've never said? heard that, but... You never heard of that? No. But you do so stick your finger in the hole to test it. If you, <laughs> that's the best way to test it. <laughs> you gotta <Hold> test it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> what? So all wine bottles. Bottle, what? Yeah. All wine mm. bottles have is either flat surface or it has a, a hole a little dip. and it goes deeper and deeper. Yeah. 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 So, so the, the deeper, deeper the so the so the deeper you go. Don't do that. Don't do that. That part. Yes. 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 Just like how the you deeper you, you get correctly, right. So, yes. so if you if it's a flat surface, you don't, don't get it. Don't get that. Uh-uh. So why would you put, you can't put your finger in there? So people know this. Why would you make any wine in a flat surface? Right, people... right. I would, I would just spend the that money on true. the bottle and make my shit cheap. Yeah, yeah, the, well, yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're right. Interesting. Hmm. But it's something. I'm going to make a bottle well, that go all the way up to the top. The dip go all the way up to the top. If you get a two-knuckler, you win it. That's, that's, who is that what all wines or just Cabernet? No, no, that's what all wines. And I only learned that when I visited Italy. I, I learned something okay. new, and I was like, oh, okay. Wow, did you learn that in Italy? No, because I'm not a super wine drinker, so I didn't ask those questions. God damn it, Rob. What, you supposed to be our Italy expert. I just said, give me, I just said, give me the wine. You ain't stick your finger in the hole. <laughs> How many fingers? It don't matter how many fingers I got. One, two, three. I can't wait to finger some wine. I'm fingering some wine. Yeah. Me tell about to just go to uh go to go to wise. And there go there go your clips right there. I can't wait to. I stand behind all the hundred percent. Yeah, me too. I like that. Right, you ain't late to the episode. The episode because the episode started when you start when you got here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. When you got here, we started recording. Yeah. Facts, we only waited because it was you. But, but this shit would have started, and I would have texted you and said, "Hey, you got to reach." Forget about it. But yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Luke, what you drinking on? Oh man, I have something from Southern Grist Brewing. I think they're out of Georgia. I believe. No, I'm Tennessee. sorry, Nashville, Tennessee. I, I was going to say, Luke said everybody's out of Georgia today. <laughs> I, do. I do. I do. Ludacris, Usher, Lil Jon, <laughs> uh, Southern Grist Brewing out of Nashville, Tennessee. This is the Apple Crumble uh, Tart Pastry Ale. Uh, that's what the can looks like. If you guys can check that out there. Southern Grist at the top, the apple bottom. Uh, it says here that it keep cold, drink fresh, the apple of your eye. Sour ale brewed with lactose, apple puree, granola, cinnamon, ter- turbinado, sugar, caramel, and vanilla beans. 
only thing I didn't know was, was turbinado sugar. Y'all remember like raw sugar at the coffee shops, like that uh, them packets of raw sugar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big yeah, giant yeah. brown granulated brown sugar. That's what they said. This is uh, the most representative uh, version of sugar. Is that so? Oh okay. But yeah, it's it uh it got a lot of apples in it. You can definitely taste the apples. This is what it looks like in uh somebody's booze and banner cup. Um, so it's real thick and hazy. You can't uh, really see through it. Uh, but it smells real apple cidery because of that puree. Uh, it's almost like apple pie. It's good to me. Yeah, that's uh, all I'm real, real mild and mellow. Um, the ABV is six point zero percent. Uh, but yeah, man, this is delicious, man. I'm gonna pass me pass me another because of the six percent. I'll drink uh, two or three of these. All right. Here I go thinking six percent is kind of high, but all right. <laughs> yeah, once I go like six, six and a half and higher, that's then I'm like, ah, I take one or two, but six, six, I, I think I can get three in and still, you know. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe, maybe it depends. I, I don't know. It, it all depends on how long I'm there. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Let's say that. Let's say that because we want to drink responsibly out there or call an Uber or a Lyft. Right, right. <laughs> or have a designated driver. You got it. Or have a designated driver. Until that designated driver gets drunk. Well, that's not a designated driver. driver. <laughs> that's not a... But what if we don't know? What if we don't know? What if a designated driver just... Yeah, I gave you my keys. Like, <laughs> I was responsible. This motherfucker out here just sitting on the side? Right, he not responsible. See, I, we should get to sue him, right? We get to sue that person, right? Yeah, probably. You probably could. Something bad yeah. happens to him. That's, yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Um, hmm. All right, yo, what you drinking on? So I got some joint called Copy of a Memory uh, Rainbow Sherbet Sour. And this is what the can looks like right here. So it's like a hand holding sherbet, and it's melting through the hand. Oh, you see that cute. joint? I like that. You got the cute? Okay. I mean, whatever. Um, but this is from Two Sides Brewing. Guess what, Lou? Hmm. You're out of Savannah, Georgia. I know it. I know it. I think Good I job. read that somewhere. I think I read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it said gently, gently, uh, gently roll this can before you pour it into your glass, and I did do that, but it's still kind of thick. Um, yeah, but this is what it looks like in a in a glass. I drank most of it actually because it's really good. Right, but Ooh, it actually looks like, huh? I think the gently roll. I think the gently roll yeah. is to make sure that you get some of the sediment off the bottom and make sure you get yeah. It. Yeah, it was just um, yo, it's this punch that that I don't know. I only had it at, at black people's house. I never been to no white person's house, and they had this punch. But it was oh, I know what you're about to say. I know what you're where about to they say. where they uh had the the like fruit punch in there, and then the, mm-hmm. the sherbet mm-hmm. was in the joint. Yeah. That's what this mm-hmm. reminds me of. Yeah. What little ginger ale had ginger ale. Yeah, fries. little ginger ale in it. Soda you like. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, I'm it also, love that it punch. also, uh, <laughs> yes. It also, uh, you put a little vodka in it as you when you turn twenty one, and it turned into a whole different type of punch. Oh, yeah. oh I never went that far, but you got it. But that's the only yeah. punch I thought he was talking about. Yeah, I never had it with, 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 the, with the vodka in it. I never had it with the vodka in it. Yeah, it's, it's always been something safe for the kids. Right. You could do gin, you could do uh, rum, you could bourbon. Whatever you like, you have. I said twenty one. I said twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. It's a kid. It's no longer a kid's drink once you put the rum in it. Well, uh, maybe this is this tastes like the one with the rum in it because it got liquor in it. So I mean, there you maybe go. It got, there maybe you it go. tastes like that. But I don't know. It does. It does taste like. It does taste. You like said that. rum or vodka. Oh, rum or vodka. I said all of them. Tequila, whatever you want. Put a whole Long Island iced tea in it. Oh, it, sure it, it all depends on what you like. 
It all depends on what you like. That sounds terrible. Yeah, well, it does, but this is good. This is pretty good. I would pass me another one of these drinks. It's like uh, it's six percent too. This is this is six percent or two. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you can take. What's the one. typical percentage of the beers that y'all drink? Well, <laughs> oh, it's, a ra- it's a range. It's a range. Like the like lowest. I think it's less than that. Like we had like a three, three point something. Well, yeah, that's water. Not an alcohol. Yeah, because no, we have non-alcoholics, but but as a part of the alcohol, alcohol ABV, I think like a three point eight was the lowest that we yeah. had. It was that's like a, then the highest was like fucking twenty something maybe. What? Yeah. Twenty six, twenty six, twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. It gets it gets hard out here in these streets. Yeah. Wow. They, have, they have higher. They have higher. We just haven't tasted it. But they we, have just like don't, we just don't try to die. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, if you drink alcohol, it's higher than that. So. True. Now, nah, but see, I, the, the crazy part is that I think the beer, I, I get it when they say it, but I feel like when I drink beer with high alcohol volume is different than having like just your regular liquor, your regular spirits with high alcohol volume. I don't know what it is. But the beer seemed worse to me when it's high ABV as far as how it hits versus the 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 actual spirit. Probably because most of the time you're taking you you taking like an ounce or two ounces of a spirit and drinking. Yeah, that's true. Beer, you like oh this tastes good. Ah, I'm gonna drink this whole thing. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Because I don't got because the beer I don't have to mix it with nothing. It's already. Right. Got all the flavors that it's gonna have, but yeah. when I do alcohol, and then yeah. you want, and then you want to finish. You always want to finish your beer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 high, it. If it's a high ABV, ABV, I wanna. You wanna knock it off? Yeah, I'm gonna finish it. I, I drank a rum bur- bourbon. I'm knock barrel. it down instead of knock it off. Whatever your preference is, man. Whatever your preference is, knock it off. Whatever. Yeah. Rob, what you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking uh, <laughs> from, uh, from I forgot. From Blue Jacket, it is a um, it's actually an IPA. It's uh, has uh, Amarillo, Centennial, and Citra hops. Uh, it's a seven percent ABV. Uh, it's a um, it's a it's it's a kind of a pretty much a juicy uh, IPA. It's not it's citrusy. It smells delicious, as Lou would say. Uh, there's, there's the color. Um, it's definitely tasty. It nice. If you like IPAs, it's definitely a, a good one to have because uh, you do taste um, some. It's not overly bitter though. There's some uh, sweetness to it, um, but it's not definitely not a hot bomb where it's like, oh my goodness, this is I can't can't mm. drink this. It's too bitter. This is definitely has some sweetness to it. Um, so I, I enjoy it. So shout out to uh, uh, Blue Jacket. Uh, I'm going to pass me another. Yo, that can look like it'll give you a headache, though. Let me see. Put that can back up. It look confusing. Well, yeah, it's the Illusion Museum. Yeah, it's an Illusionist Museum. Uh, yeah. Yo, I, I have a question about your, about your beard that you, you could answer too, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoda, it's your your beard. You said you had to roll it, and y'all said it, it would keep the sediment uh, more consistent throughout the beer. But if you only pour like a taste, like in our taster glass, wouldn't the sediment still settle at the bottom? Well, by the time you get to it, probably. Yeah, like you can't roll, you can't roll it again because now the can's open. So, how how does that work? Should we you pour gonna, it into a pint glass. You could probably do it like do a little shimmy shaky. So do a shimmy shake rather than pour it in the whole pint. Because even if you pour it in the whole pint glass, 
it's still going to settle at the bottom of that pint glass. Right. right. Well, they, but they say that a lot about yeah. most fruited, most fruited sours because some of the some of the because it's a natural some natural fruits they all tend to go to the bottom. So they want to make sure you get that that uh, the taste throughout. You don't want you don't want to just wait till the bottom where you not you know like you good like go to a coffee store and they got all the syrups at the bottom and then you got to take a straw to drink yeah. it. So they want to make sure you get yeah. all yeah. that 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 taste throughout your uh, enjoyment. But I, I get what you're saying, but if it take me 30 minutes to drink this beer because I'm savoring it and enjoying it. No, no, don't drink that long. I'm don't get... take it. Drink it cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start opening this bitch from the bottom. I'm going to cut the bottom out. You want to shotgun them? You want to shotgun them joints? Shotgun it and pour it Make sure you film that shotgun. Make sure you film that shotgun of a sour, fruit and sour. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than coming out the bottom. That's great. Oh, uh, all right. Do it in the uh, summer. All right, so we have some uh, some good drinks. We all drinking on something uh, nice. Uh, so we are excited to hear about what Fax is all about uh, and uh, who Fantasia is. So uh, without further Fantasia, Rob. Yeah, I was. Don't call her Fantasia. Oh, it's all right. Did it's I say not. Fantasia? I must. I'll be drinking too much. Did I say Fantasia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did. Oh, did. Yeah. I wish I did. Wish we had Fantasia over here, other than Fantasia, but. <laughs> This works. You know what? <laughs> no. Put me back in the waiting room. <laughs> he needs to start over. <laughs> I must be. I must have drank already too much. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to cut a tune? I could do that too. If oh, sure. you can sing. Can you sing? No, no, no. Oh, I was great to say, y'all oh, don't. No don't, way. Don't no cut way. Tune, don't cut a tune. Uh, don't you do that. Say. Well, we're excited to know more about Fantasia and uh, facts. Uh, so, without further ado, we want to uh, give the floor is yours. The floor is yours. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, oh no, it's a zoom in and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to be on the spot. No, I thought it was still going to be like a, a four-way thing. Um, it's cool. So, facts wellness and retreat center. Um, it's actually a spinoff from FACTS, which is a nonprofit organization that I started back in 2017, I think it was. Um, and so the nonprofit is the acronym FACTS means Financial Awareness, Counseling, and Teaching Services. And so the initial goal with that nonprofit was to spread financial literacy and uh, mental wellness and workplace readiness skills to any and everybody, especially in our underserved or marginalized um, communities to where they don't have as much access. And so we've been doing that for some years now, offering classes and one-on-ones and things of that nature, and been receiving grants and funding to kind of support it. And so recently we want to go mobile and have a mobile classroom where we're going around and offering these things. So one way to kind of, I guess, heighten it was to, it, the, the idea was born, let's start a wellness center so that we can have a place to where people can actually come and then a portion of the proceeds will also go into the nonprofit to help with the mobility of what we're doing. So bringing, meeting people where they are and bringing the services to them so that they don't, and just in case, you know, as far as transportation issues or whatever, we can kind of meet people where they are in this area and beyond too, because we offer virtual services as well. So with the but then was born the retreat center. And so it's a wellness and retreat center. We have massages, yoga classes, foot soaks, coaching. Um, we, of course, retreats, whether or not day or destination, couples retreats, women's only retreats. We cater a lot to our BIPOC community because 
oftentimes in our community, our health and wellness kind of falls to the wayside. And so we want to put that at the forefront that we're important. Our mental health is important. Our bodies are important. And so that's where we're, that's where we're at right now. But it's out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. And our grand opening is 224-24. And during that time, on that same day of the grand opening, we're hosting an event called Dinner in Love. And that's an event where people come together and eat and drink and be merry, but also focus on community, connection, gratitude, and just really loving on each other. Just like Bob Marley said, one love. So everybody coming together to just continue to love on each other. Mm-hmm. Throw that Bob Marley reference out there. The movie's coming out. Yeah, the movie. movie. Um, what is it? February 14th, right? Yeah, Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Congratulations on that. Go to the movies? Come on. Yeah, one love. Come on, on Valentine's Day. One love. One love. So, so y'all, so this place, the actual brick and mortar opens up on the 24th of February. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Let's thank go. You. Congrats. Get some horns going on. Here. Clap. 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 That's dope. Well, what, what's financial literacy? Pretty much being aware of your finances. So setting a budget, knowing ways to save, how to read your credit report, how to stay out of debt. Um, Thinking of how to invest for your future, 401ks, you know, things like that. So pretty much preparing people for everyday life and sometimes things. I know when I originally started the nonprofit, I said, you, I grew up in New York and we didn't talk about finances in my household. And it was like, don't ask me about what's going on. No questions, you know, all of that. And so in growing up, I never really knew once I got into the real world right after high school. I'm like, so what do I do now? And so because that wasn't taught, it was always like a hush-hush thing. I said, we have to be able to spread this to our communities in a way to where we're reaching the parents and the children and the children's children, just like connecting all of the dots to make sure that we are intentional about our health and well-being. And so, yeah, so we teach all of those things. And a lot of times we offer one-on-one coaching for people so we can do it specific to whatever their need is, wherever they are in that moment. So I have a question for you, Fontasia. It's February 25th. 2024. Y'all had a great dinner. Y'all real excited about the grand opening. Here I come. I'm a divorced man. My credit score is 460. I got three kids and uh, I'm paying child support and I want to get a house and I don't have any financial literacy. I'm 38 years old. What would you uh, what would you say to me? How would you guide me in? And what would the plan be to direct me in the right Just path? give up. I try to give a scenario where I should just become a hermit. Like, I mean, I mean, that, this, this man has three kids in fact, and he wants to do his best to take care of them and do right. His, yeah. his, his ex wife is not the best. Yo, shout yeah. out to him for wanting to do better. It don't matter what what what, what stage he at. What right? Shout right. Out to him. Yeah. 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 But ultimately, the first step is saying, you know what, I need help and I don't really know what direction I should go in from here. So somebody coming in, we would the 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 first thing is connection. So it's really connection building. And so just getting to know you and or whoever it is and a little bit more about what the circumstances, where you're coming from, what your goals are. And so it's an intake. So we take down a lot of information to kind of gather enough so we can support your specific um you know, circumstance. So it would start with, okay, 
this is how much I make. This is how much I pay out. Of course, you said three kids. I don't know if they live with you. Maybe it's some child support involved. Um, I don't have a savings. I don't have a bank account. Like pointing you in the right direction so that you have resources to be able to support whatever it is that your goals are. So we set goals originally. We make a connection. We set goals. And then we go from there to work on those goals. But our intention is to educate you so that you can continue doing and building your legacy in a way that is conducive for you. So not like a what is it, debt, these debt, uh, debt relief or something. Yeah, yeah, right. And so they say, oh, pay me money and I'll do it all for you. No, you don't have to, in, in, the, in the sense of the nonprofit, you don't have to pay anything to get resources and to get the know-how and the knowledge to be better. So we provide that for you. Here's some resources in your area. This is what you can do. We can set a budget for you. What are your goals? Let's start a, a plan to get there. Maybe it's three months, maybe it's six months, maybe it's a year, but you're putting in the work to get to where whatever your goal may be. So your goal may be, I want to repair my credit. So what do I do? So now we're looking at the credit report to see where you, what your standing is so that we can work on fixing that. Maybe it's to save money or maybe it's all of the things. And so we'll make a plan for you specific to what your goal is so that you can attain it. Cool. Okay. No, so, no. so Emma, I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm curious. Just taking it back in terms of when you started, uh, facts. Like, did you see the connectivity? I guess of all these items, like mental health, mental wealth. I mean, mental healthness, financial literacy. Did you see there was a connectivity that say, hey, you just can't tackle this one thing. You got to make sure you we look at all these pieces. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's that's why we blended it all together because a lot of times, especially in households, what what is what do they say? The number like top five things of failed marriages or, you know, people splitting or whatever the case may be. It's finances, it's sex, it's mental stability and all of those things, right? And so when pairing them all together, most of the time, there's a lot of times when people are mentally stressed because of their finances or mm -hmm. their mental health isn't right and they're not playing a part in their um, financial fitness, right? And then you also have that, that piece where we go into like your career readiness skills. Some people even till today don't know like the process and steps in employment. Maybe they had a job, they have had jobs, right. But not necessarily a career and setting goals for that. So yeah, all of these things work together. And especially with the center, we kind of, we in incorporate the different um, forms of intimacy. So sexual, financial, mental, spiritual, all of those are connected together and we need all of those to be able to thrive. Well, okay. I've never heard nobody call it financial intimacy before. What's that? No, so no, no, no. I said fine like financial literacy, intimacy. Oh, literacy. I thought you said financial intimacy. I was like, oh. <laughs> You want to know more about that one. Hey, <laughs> hey, love that buddy boy. You go love it. Uh, swimming through his money. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, more about that. Yeah, we definitely try to touch every piece of, piece of what, how we show up as people and what is necessary for us, right? And so, yeah, there definitely was, to answer your question, there definitely was a connection between all of the pieces because we need all of that in order to, you know, succeed. Mm. So so go on, let's go even back even further. So prior to, to this, what were you doing prior to this? Or this has always been your, your goal to get to? Like, yeah. Well, exactly. when I started the nonprofit, I was in education at the time. So I was a teacher and one of the I, I was teaching entrepreneurship, financial literacy, um, computer science, like a couple of different classes. And I'm just watching the kids come in and I'm like this. Yeah, this isn't like it, it shouldn't just be here. 
Like we have to do this as a family. We have to do this as a community. And so they they come into the classroom, they learn it, mm, depending on how much they take away from it, but it's not something that's consistent that they're doing all the time. So right. while I was in education, I felt like it was necessary to support um, our communities and like really setting the stage and tone for what it is that we need to know and how we can continue to grow and create generational wealth. Um, so I was in education when I started the nonprofit and prior to the, um, prior to working in education, I worked in the financial industry. So I worked for companies like HSBC, um, HSBC, uh, Wachovia, Wells Fargo, Navy Federal. And so I learned a lot in those moments. And that's when the light bulb went off. Like one says, you need to teach this stuff. You need to do something more and show up in that way to support other people because my passion and purpose is serving. And so this is the way that I do it. Let's do That's good. Yeah. I try. I try to be good most days. Uh, so, so I got, could go a lot of places, but we're not going to go there. Nothing. Ignore her. <laughs> Rob, what was your question? That you we, we shouldn't stop there? We don't want to put a pin in there? Uh, nah, that, nope. We'll return, nope. we'll return to that one. Uh, no. Um, we won't. I'm curious, I'm curious to know, like, in terms of, in terms of when people come to the, for the nonprofit, like, what are some of the things that you, what are some of the things that you see most of some of the pitfalls that we all like we fall in as a, as a marginalized community the most like what are those pitfalls that we normally see and how can we avoid those yeah most of the time it has a lot to do with the budget and savings so a lot of times we, people don't have a pocket they don't have an emergency fund they don't have different funds for different things maybe you know you're like oh i like the vacation but then i just pull from my credit card to pay for vacation and now i'm paying that back or whatever the case may be so they don't have um the savings aspect is usually a big one how do i i only make this amount of money this is my bills. How do I go about actually saving? Because I feel like I can't because I'm living paycheck to paycheck, but you can. So it just kind of depends on what we can do to cut out. Sometimes we overspend. Sometimes to people, we do trackers and people, tra I have people track on a monthly basis. What have you spent your money on? Starbucks, sneakers. DoorDash. You get DoorDash, right? <laughs> so all of these habits that we're creating and we can, we don't actually need them. So it's the difference between a want and a need. What are the things that you need to attain a goal that you have for yourself, right? So not necessarily, and not that we can't enjoy those pleasures, the things that we want, but at the same time, if we have an end goal, we want to buy a house, we want to get a car, we want to, you know, whatever that may be, we may have to cut back on some of those wants in the moment to kind of build right. towards that. So savings is one of the things. And then budgeting. Some people have a hard time with, um, finding ways that work for them on how to budget. So some people are good with Excel spreadsheets. Some people aren't. Some people are good with the apps like Mint and things like that. Some people aren't good with technology. Some people still do the envelope process where they put money in an envelope based on, you know, whatever the bill is or the date and they kind of use based on that spending. So there's a lot of different methods that you can incorporate that, but you find something that's suitable for you. Just like at the beginning of the year, you may say, I'm gonna work out and I'm gonna work out every day and I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds in, in 60 days, right? That's too big of a thing, that's too much because then once you drop the ball, you're not gonna pick it back up. So our goal is to help you pick up the ball, keep the ball and keep consistent with that. Oh. And so the, are, are these people staying in contact with you, with you guys like through, the, through their process or is it just y'all give them say hey you need to do this do that and then just get out of here no 
No, we keep contact. So. <laughs> no. Sorry, no, good luck, Paul. Here you go. Here's the information. Now go ahead. Don't come back. No, we want them to come back, and we want to be supportive along the whole process and way. And then sometimes people say, okay, I've got to where I needed to be. Thank you so much for just kind of keeping me on, on track, and I got the education. I'm going to keep going in, this, in the right direction. So, yeah, some people stay for a period of time based on their goals. And some people may just need like a one quick thing. Like I, I, I'm i already doing all of the things, but I'm really trying to save for a family vacation. And I'm just trying to figure out where can I like, where would that come from? Like, can you look at the pockets and see if there's something that I can do differently so that I can do that one thing? Or I'm trying to buy a house in the next six months. So we may only deal with them for that six month process because their goal was to purchase a home. So. It really just depends. But most times, yeah, we continue the communication to check in with people and hold them accountable. And we're their, we're their accountability partner along the way. Okay. I, I, was, I was just wondering, you said you were in, I don't know if it was middle school or high school that you were teaching the financial literacy to the children. Um, but do you feel that there's still a need and is the nonprofit trying to go back into high schools to try to give it to a younger, uh, a younger base? Right. So... It's different depending on where you are. So I've taught in Virginia and I've taught in North Carolina. In Virginia, they mandated that um, high school students take financial literacy and needed that in order to graduate. So, oh, yeah, wow. so awesome. yeah, you, you have to take a financial literacy course past the certification in order to graduate. Um, in North Carolina, they just did the same maybe a couple of years ago, but I think it's a little different on how they mandated it. Um, but yeah, it starts from elementary. Right now, I have a grant with the city of Fayetteville, and I work with the elementary school kids, K through five, and talking about money and learning about finances and savings. And these are things that they actually take back to their parents, too. So yeah, it starts from real young if we can, and then we kind of okay. go up from there. No, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know, because there's two, I guess, two thoughts of um, to, from some well-known financial planners and financial advice people. Like some people say, um, if you have debt, you shouldn't have a savings. But then there's other person that says uh, you should pay yourself first, always at least 10% of your paychecks. Like where, where do you prescribe it in that? Or is it like a balance of kind of both? I think it's a balance of where you are. And I always say pay yourself first. So that way you already have that chunk of savings. And you're not counting it. You are your bill. So I'm paying, I am a bill for myself and that savings is that bill. So I'm going to always put it in there. And that usually is supportive when people do it as a direct deposit. So if you have a job that has a direct deposit, you don't even see it missing, right? right. So you, right. you schedule that off the top and you don't have to worry about that particular pot. And I usually say, don't access that pot. Whatever that pot is, don't have a card attached to it. Let it just sit there and grow from your direct deposit into that account. Um, but then on the other hand, if you're already in a space to where, yeah, I have a lot of debt and I'm saving at the same time. It's kind of counterintuitive because you have debt probably that has interest. Right. And so you saving isn't really, probably isn't making you too much depending on what kind of account you have your savings in, whether or not it's a money market or a CD or whatever. But it would probably be more supportive to, in that case, to pay off whatever debt that you have, especially the high interest ones. But I always say to pay yourself first. All right. Hmm. Right. So maybe you should, you should pay yourself first, depending on how much you get you getting paid. Then you're gonna have to pull from that to pay that debt. That you got, and then build up some more. Pay it again. <laughs> but we're setting you up so that you don't. That, that's not your line of thinking. Your line of thinking isn't that. Oh, now I got to pull from here. No, because you should live according to your means. That's one of the reasons why I chose to live in 
the area that I currently live in coming from where I was in North Carolina because the cost of living was super high. Could mm-hmm. I, I wanted to buy a house. Could I have managed the house and the bills and things? Yes, absolutely. But I would have been living paycheck to paycheck. If I want to be in a position where I can travel, I can do what I want and all that, I want to be in a space to where I make three times more than what my bills are. So when people say, well, how do you keep doing all of these things? Because I live above, like the, what I put out, I have more of that coming in. And so that's intentional. And that that we all we all don't we're all not in a position to do that either, right? Depending on right. where you are, the cost of living, the type of job that you have, I mean all of those things. But then it might be you might consider a career change if it's something that, you know, is not really con- helpful for whatever your situation. Yeah, it, it, it's funny cuz every time I think back to when I was buying a house and I think back to the amount that I got approved for, as soon as I saw the amount I got approved for, I laughed because I'm like, I will never purchase a home that costs that much money. But That's do you know how many happening. people actually do that? Like, oh my gosh, no. I got this much. Yeah, no, it. not me. I'm too damn cheap for that. So it's not gonna happen. But that, I'm, but that's a part of that's a part of the literacy. Like, yeah, I got approved for seven hundred thousand dollars for a house. But what does that turn out to be in my mortgage? Like, right, what's right, my right. Where you know what I mean? Like they say, oh. I, I thought I could get three hundred. Now I can get seven hundred. I'm gonna go get the seven hundred, well, and then the mortgage is. I've already signed the paper before I know what my mortgage is. It's like I don't, I don't care how much the house costs. I could care less how much any house that I ever buy costs. What is my monthly mortgage payment? Because right. was it like that's, house that's, poor or that's, something that's like very, that, right? Or like is it house poor? Yeah, or something like that? yeah, yeah. That's how, and, you, yeah. That's how you get that. I, I can't live that life. You can afford three hundred thousand dollar house, but you bought a seven hundred because that's what the bank approves you for. But it's kind of like a setup. Like the bank, no. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. they approved you for seven hundred, and now you're struggling. And that's what we want. That's sorry, but that's where the bank wants you. They want you to be nickel and dime yourself. Right. Yeah. And that's where that education piece comes. Most of the time, I mean, right. I don't know. Some realtors actually will sit down and say, "Hey, I know that I see this pre-approval or whatever that you got approved for, but mm-hmm. let's look at this because this is where." And and not all realtors educate their clients on their financial stuff, but in the case that they do, they're looking out for your best interest so that you're not about to splurge and live above something because the the bank is approving you based on your debt to income ratio and what they see on your credit and what income you gave them. So they don't know. Oh, and I pay. Uh, my cell phone bill, my Spotify, my Apple. Like, they're not looking at all of right, that. They're looking right. at what they can see on paper, and then they translate mm-hmm. it into that. Always go. If I can't if I can't afford to pay it with the job, like, if I lose my job that I got, the good job that I got, I need to still be able to pay this bill with some mediocre job. Right. Like, don't, I, I just, man, That's I the, just be too scared. That shit's scary to me. I can't. <laughs> That's why I'm right cheap. look at it, <laughs> It is. That is the right way to look at it. And the other component that we look at is like our mental health, especially in our black men. That's important. And so um, making sure that we're mentally fit and able to do all of the things. There's a lot of pressure on y'all to be great and do all of the things that you do and how you show up as black men. And so even for us as women, you know, it's, it's the same, it's, it's a thing. So we need to make sure that we're mentally fit to be able to handle not only our finances, but our family, our work-life balance and all the other things. So that's an important thing too. So we focus on our mental fitness and building a capacity to kind of reduce anxiety, reduce stress, overwhelm, especially since COVID. It's been a lot of that, not only in our education, but in our families and our communities too. So. One Women of cause mental health issues in men. Oh, hey, boy. hey, I'm hey, hey. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and you know what? Sometimes, some, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. We are emotional beings. And so we have a certain way of showing up and relaying that information on how we show up. And we all have to hold ourselves accountable on how we show up in relationships. That's important. I'm going to say men and women need to hold themselves accountable. It's important. Yeah, both There's a lot of slippery emotional men out here. Yeah, slippery. Slippery. What make them slippery though? He said slippery when wet. I just try to. I just try to make it worse. I just try to make it sound worse. (laughs) 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 Slippery and emotional sound like a really fucked up nigga, don't? Yeah, it do. But if you got them issues, man, you can just go to Fontaine and be like, "Look, I'm slippery and emotional." What can I do? <laughs> Help so, me here. So, uh, and, and in that, you provide mental health uh, mental health counseling. If a person is financially stable, you'll provide mental health as well, or is, do they have to have a financial need as well? No, yeah. So it can. So it's broken up into categories. They can come to me for financial okay. literacy. They can come to me for men, mental fitness. They can come for the services that'll be at the center, or if okay. they're trying to find a job. Like so, it's different parts. But we. We kind of we blend it all together. So when we're talking about your finances, we're also talking about your mental um, fitness as well, because that shows up in our finances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finances is stressful. Shit, it is that stressful. Can, that can definitely uh, uh, fool with your mental. Yes, uh, it can. Right, yeah, tough. and it's different for everybody, right? You could be in a relationship and your partner deals with finances in one way and you with an, in another way and so it's communicating on what works for the both of you in that you know in that circumstance too right yeah, now, that's true now i didn't hear it th- this time until i got older like is there a difference between mental health and mindfulness like what exactly is mindfulness, mindfulness? like until my kids got into like grade school i didn't really hear about mindfulness i was like what is mindfulness but and i know they mm-hmm. teach that in school now so what what is what is the is yeah, do they teach that in delaware yeah Oh, that's dope. No, so yeah, um, mindfulness is a form of meditation, but mindfulness is more secular where you pay attention to what's happening now, like in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so without judgment, bringing awareness to whatever your noticings are and yeah, not judging yourself for having feelings, for having emotions, leaning into those things and really tending to yourself with care when it when you feel overwhelmed or anxious or um, stressed out. And even in those happy moments too, right? Because we can kind of get our blood up and circulate and even when we're like overly excited and things like that. So mindfulness is a way to really notice what's happening and bring awareness to it and really be present in the moment with whatever is arising without any judgment. Because a lot of times we beat ourselves up with, oh, I'm feeling this way or, you know, this is happening in my body. And so we start judging ourselves and beating ourselves up and we create a pattern that is a little worse than what position we're in. So really feeling into that. There's so many different aspects of mindfulness too. So in mindfulness focuses on the, your senses. So mindfulness of sound, you know, um, visual touch, the physical sensations in your body and just your overall mental um, fitness too. So they're one in the same, but a lot of times people categorize mental fitness as just like if we were exercising your physical fitness on building agility and getting yourself in a certain position, mental fitness kind of building that too with your um, mental stuff. So, but mindfulness is a way, of, a form of meditation, but with different aspects of how we show up in our human body with all of our senses. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
And it helps, I mean, it helps all of us, but I'm, I'm excited that they're offered in schools because a lot of times, depending on the politics of it, people are like, oh, mindfulness, is that similar to meditation? Is it religious-based and all of this? And it's not. We, you practice mindfulness without even knowing that that's exactly what you're doing. If you're standing at the kitchen sink and you're washing dishes and you're feeling the bubbles on your hands or you're noticing the, the sounds of the water running or the, the, how your feet is touching the ground, you're bringing awareness to those physical sensations, that's mindfulness. That's being aware of what's happening in the present moment and only focusing on that thing. Maybe that's why they rebranded it from meditation to mindfulness. Because it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like it has a religious connotation. Mindfulness, hey, everybody has a mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, you might be right. I never even looked at it like that. That probably is that probably is why. In meditation, oftentimes people, you know, they sense it around, okay, I'm gonna go to this quiet place, I'm gonna cross my legs, I'm gonna you know, put my fingers together and and zone everything out, right? Or even if people are religious and they're they meditate on the Bible, so they read the word, right. they meditate on what is they're discerning from whatever they're getting. So that's that, but that's not mindfulness. So mindfulness deals mostly with the body in the present moment. Mm. Yeah. Right. I am present. I'm enough. Thanks for that clarification. Yeah, just like y'all can be mindful when y'all drink y'all beer, right? So you can look at the colors of the beer, kind of acknowledge nope. what colors are popping out, any shades. Then you, I know y'all smell it, right? Noticing what type of scents are coming up. What does it smell like? And your focus in that moment is on the beer. It's in the present moment of what's happening with what you have. Right. Then you're tasting it and figuring out what the different hints are that's coming up. That's mindfulness. That's right. exactly what that right. is. What a, what a, what like a, that. What a tie like that, that all together. <laughs> right. <laughs> Robert practices mindfulness more than me and Lou does because me and Lou be like, crack open, drink. Rob, Rob be like, Rob want to throw his fingers up and shit and be like, it's, uh, I'm in the middle. I'm in, I'm in the middle. I'm, not, I'm definitely not at Rob's level of mindfulness. Nah, nah. Here, but I, I do definitely value what you said about yeah. uh, living in the moment and being present for whatever's going on right now. Like even in this this podcast, like this is what we're the four of us are doing. This is the moment that we should be present in and right. uh, be focused on the most. Right. Exactly. Because a lot of times we'll get off centered. We'll start thinking about the shopping list or what we're doing after this or the Super Bowl for, for right. So like we can be thinking about a whole bunch of things. Or even when it's spending time with your kids. I know for me, and this is just it's real. Like I'll be they want me to play with them or whatever, and I'm playing and then I'm thinking about the next thing or I'm watching TV or so but in order for me to be present in the moment, I gotta turn the TV off. I gotta cancel out whatever plans I was thinking about and really be in the moment with them. And they experience you differently when you show up all in with no, dis no distractions or anything like that with them. And the same for your spouse, right? So being attentive in both ways, both ways, partner, right? Being attentive in that moment to what, you know, their needs and desires are in that moment and just being mindful and being in the present moment with them is important too. Because we get disconnected sometimes with social media, with the next thing, with our thoughts. And our thoughts are always going to be there because we're human. So they're right. not going to go away. People always have this um, thing that would be like, oh, well, I can't get my thoughts to stop. And they won't because we're human. They're supposed to be there. But we can acknowledge right. that we're thinking about whatever it is that we're thinking about. Let it go in a moment and come back to whatever it is that we're focusing on right now. Right. Yeah. Facts. I, I like that. That was dope. <laughs> like, we like how I'm facts out there. Yeah, but it's, it's practice. You got to build that up. It's not easy, especially for somebody where their attention is like always all over the place or something. It's a practice. You continuously do it. But as as much as you notice it and name it, 
you'll you'll build on that practice. So that's where the fitness comes in. We're building the agility like we would do with our physical fitness. So we're we're acknowledging certain things as we're building our mindfulness practice, mm. and it's supportive. So do you? I'm curious. Do you have five okay. facts to give people as they come in? Like, do you have like a like I guess a um a checklist? I guess or 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 facts. Or a checklist. You, just in general. Oh, like. like yeah, and just the wellness, like, hey, uh, mindfulness, um, do these things and stuff like that. Or there's, like, things, or there's, like, not generic, but there's, like, things people can take away with them. They can, they can, yeah, five facts. Five facts. Five facts. Yeah, he gave you a number. He gave you a number. Right. I, well, I want to. I want to go like you got like fifty facts. Yo, but yeah, nobody cares about five anyway. It's crazy. You made her do the 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 think deal. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. Now look for where do you? I gotta find a way. I mean, the name of the, you, the name of the program is Facts. So I was like, hey, yeah, I got it. Right. And Fontasia, if you don't have any facts, you need to have them now. And I, right, so right, clearly. Yeah. And I need five of them. At least, at least, five. at least five of them. Yeah. So. One of the one of the baselines that we go off of is mind, body, love, and connection, because all of those really create the human experience. And so they aren't facts necessarily, but our mind is important, our body is important, love is important, connection is important. And so those are four things that we actually kind of baseline. This is what it is, and this is what we hope for you to experience by connecting with us, whether or not at the center or for the nonprofit. Right. Mm-hmm. That can be four facts. It's, right. a, it's a fact and, that your mind is important. It's a fact that love is important. Yeah. So they can be four facts. Okay. And, fa- and facts, facts is an acronym. It's, it's not acronym. necessarily facts. It's not right. like, you know what I mean? True. Like you are telling the truth in your business and your nonprofit for sure. But facts isn't really the definition of, right. Right. Yeah. of your business. Right. But it works out because of what it's it works out. There you go. Right. But as yeah. a marketer so, and, and as a marketer in my head, facts. I think you should have yeah. right. that's, that's, that's why we about to get 10%. That's why we got 10% of the <laughs> Exactly. Line. Yo, we keep getting the 10%. We're going to be rich. <laughs> 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 I'm not even letting people leave out without being contractually obligated. Say it. Say it. Say yes. Say, say yes to that ten percent. Just say yes. She shook her head, so that's all that matters. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We got it on record. We got it on record. Oh, okay. So me shaking. I was acknowledging that possibly ten percent could go to the nonprofit and whatever you do. So the next time that you have some type of fundraising or sponsorship, then you can do that. Oh no, that's not. Oh, oh that's, that's how she just got to swing that. You, I, see how you, I see how you flipped it, but that's definitely not what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know that nature later. After we, after we sign our contract for the 10%, we'll definitely get you 21%. So we can get out. We'll recoup our, we'll recoup the money. Sure. Okay. Right. It has to be a balance. I get it. Yeah, our, our, idea, our ideas need to start getting paid for. We need to start getting paid for these ideas. Well, yeah, because definitely, we definitely should see uh, on, the, on the, the IG the facts of the day. You know what I mean? Anything. I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. Rob, Rob, stop. Because now she has 15%. No, because we actually, we do that already. So thank you very much. 15%. No, so we don't. Not like new. that, Rob. Not like that, Rob. 
fifteen percent. Now we have fifteen percent. Thank you, Rob. One more, one more. We own the business. It's our nonprofit. One more. It's our nonprofit. Franchise her. Franchise her out. Yeah, they have a different. It's all full circle. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, because right now, right now, it's only based in. Um, right now, it's based in only in Fayetteville, right? So it's not. That's correct. Yeah. So I mean, that's correct. Now that doesn't mean that people we service only live in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So we do virtual services, virtual services as well. And so we have people in Florida, New York, Missouri. Like so, it's not just. I mean, if you want a virtual console or. mental fitness one-on-one or group, we do have those two. Nice. So we have, um, yeah, we have BIPOC classes that we host for mindfulness. Um, we have retreats and things that we host as well. And so it's not just, I mean, it's based out of Fayetteville, but we service everybody. And if there, I mean, we, we plan on opening up additional locations in the future. And so we're going to speak mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. into existence and manifest everything that we want. All right. Um, yeah, so is it, Delaware, is it a, a Delaware fact is coming? Yeah. Delaware when the people come in, when the people come in to use their service, your services, it's nonprofit, so they don't have to pay for any of the services. So on a nonprofit side, no, they do not. No, they nice. do not. Okay. Um, well, at the center, side, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a <laughs> on a on a nonprofit side, no, they do not, because we're typically funded by personal um donations and city okay. and state donations. So okay. that's really supportive. Um. But on the for-profit side, when you come in and get a massage, you're going to pay for a massage. If you come in and get a foot soap or you attend a yoga class, then you'll pay for that service. But a portion of the uh, 10% of the proceeds for the center goes right back into the nonprofit. Nice. Okay. Now, now with the- 10% goes to nonprofit. 10% 10% goes to Bruce and Banner. And you get 80%. And you get 80%. I like it. I like it. The, is uh for the for-profit services that you provide uh are there any insurances that do you guys take Fayetteville insurance or a new North Carolina I don't know how it works down there oh, oh you guys take insurance mm, so people pay out of pocket but we do accept HSA and FSA as well as long as okay. your um flexible spending accounts or um health spending accounts it, it qualifies oh, okay. for that. so we do accept that yes Gotcha. So those are so those for people. I mean, it's the cards that you get from your employer where you put some money on mm-hmm. it, tax free, and then mm-hmm. you use it for certain services. So for the yoga because it's a fitness class, or for the massage because it's for your body and your health and all that, they typically would pay um, let you use it. For oh, nice, nice. Yeah. That's okay. good. Yeah. That, that's a that's a sounds like a good center to have though. Like it, it sounds real good. It's all it's all wrapped in one, so it's like a one stop shop. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. You can get your physical fitness on. You can get some coaching, personal, whether or not. And, and some people may be into, like, we offer offer different things, too. So, like, chakra healing, maybe Reiki, um, mm-hmm. mental fitness, one-on-one coaching, group classes. Like I said, the hiking, the retreats, the couple oh, stuff. Oh, you get there all day. Yeah, it's all in one place. Yeah, you get there at eight o'clock and leave till seven o'clock. That's in like, like a, <laughs> we've had at least yeah. uh, we've had at least yeah, two other people on here. That maybe y'all should do like a collaboration or, or a retreat or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. hiking and chakra and all this. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is yep. true. We sound, y'all do sound bar. Y'all do the sound sound uh the little. We don't do sound bar, but I have had some people connect with me to that wanted to offer the services at the, at the center. And honestly, I'm open to offering a lot of things. So if somebody has the skill set and the know-how and they want to offer it, I'm all for it. Come on and 
Tell me what you what your experience is, and we can talk about that, whether or not it's virtual, if you're not local here in North Carolina, or something where you are local and you want to offer something at the center. Um, I'm curious to know, like, since, well, I know you have the, the opening of the, the brick and mortar coming up, uh, or the center opening up on the 24th, but is there, like, a, I guess another another piece of that is, like, is there a retreat plan? Like, I know you said in, on-site and off-site type of retreats, or you also have that plan as well? Yeah, so for this year, we have a BIPOC annual women's retreat in September, and we're going to Panama. Oh, nice. So BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, People of Color. Um, so it's focused on our health and well-being. And next year, in the spring, we're doing a couples retreat to Puerto Rico. Mm. So those are the two destination retreats that we have planned. But we do have some day retreats planned, which are usually like four to six hours on a Saturday and mm-hmm. hiking events on Sundays and things. Yeah, you did say day and destination, not on-site. Also, you did say... I put that on site. Yeah. yeah. So on site, it's only it's it's day retreats, but it's not you're sleeping over. Right. I got you. But we'll get there because phase two. When you say, huh? When you say day, it's like I get there. Like what I said earlier, I get there at eight and I leave at seven. Like yeah. All day. Like okay. Yeah. Right. So you'll eat. You'll have workshops. You'll exercise. You'll participate in one-on-one coaching. Yeah. So it's like a day full of things that yeah. you can yeah interact with. But our phase two, the anticipation is to hopefully actually ho- have the first black-owned retreat center in the state of North Carolina on this East mm. Coast side. So. Mm. Hope, um, manifesting that as well to where people can actually come and spend a night and stay for a certain length of days and participate in the different activities that we have on grounds. Wait, are there centers like that in other places? There are. There are a lot of retreat centers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of retreat centers around. Like they, you know, um, they have some in New York. They have some in uh, Arizona. Um, They have some in North Carolina too, like in the mountain area. Um, And it's, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. And some of them are, some of them are like religious specific. Some of them are not, but you can go and take away what you need at that center. So yeah, it's just not an offering that we have in this particular area. So it would be nice. And And they're probably not black owned either. They're they're definitely not black owned. And one of the things that I pride myself on is everything that we do is we incorporate all black owned businesses. So mm-hmm. even with the grand opening, every from every vendor is a black owned entrepreneur doing their thing. And everything that we do when we look for people are usually black owned vendors. So it's important mm-hmm. to shout us out because we're doing it big. And a lot of times we don't share with each other. And this is a way to be able to share and grow and at least bring awareness to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, let's go. Yeah, we like to highlight a lot of black-owned stuff too. Yeah. I mean, that's we, a try our best. we try our best. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, I know you're the CEO of Facts, but it's it seems like you're not just doing this alone. So, what does what does your team, your employees, what does that group like look like? Is it a vast amount? Of, it seems like it's a hundred of y'all. No, it's not a hundred of us. I wish we. So we have volunteers, and the team is actually small. So we have people that volunteer to help out. And then the team of people is just, it's probably like five of us. Yeah. So, wow. mm-hmm. so, but, but people are usually helpful in volunteering and helping out with, because they can teach classes, they can offer one, depending on their background and skill set. That's what I was going to yeah. ask you. What does a volunteer, what does a volunteer at your, at the fact center actually look like? Like, what's yeah. the, 
So after a background check, they would have to, <laughs> they have to whatever their qualifications are and where they want to apply themselves. So maybe their background is uh-huh. accounting or finance or whatever, and they want to support other people and give back. Then that's the realm that they'll go in. Maybe they're a yoga instructor and they want to give back some additional time and hours to um, communities, and they'll come out and do that. So whatever your um, passion is, you can volunteer and speak to that or if you just want to help organize something or step up to even like with the dinner and love so dinner and love this is this is the first event that we're um doing on 224-24 but we anticipate mm-hmm. hopefully doing it in all like all states in different areas and kind of bringing it there so we would need volunteers or ambassadors to promote and help with that too all right, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Gotcha. dinner and love uh, where's this dinner and love at what's the i mean we're not from fairville but What's yeah, so it's, it just so happens. So it's in it's in Fayetteville, and it's right. It's happening right next door to the center. So it's a black owned mm-hmm. business right next door where she rents out event space, and okay. she also takes care of like all of the arrangements and everything. So it's right next door to, you know, where we're residing. That's nice. You can give you can get free tours too. Nice. Yeah, I, I know what dinner is, but what 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 con- <laughs> what constitutes the love part piece of uh, this dinner and love? So the concept came to me, I think it was the top of last year. And I was like, how do people, how do we bring people together to really love on each other? Like one of my main things is loving people. It doesn't matter what you do and I can love you from afar, but you know, just being able, (laughs) just being able to love on people to create a little bit more happiness. Right. So dinner and love is a means to come together as a community. All are welcome and over a meal. So you you bring what you want, you know, whatever people share. Um, there'll be music, raffles, dancing. There'll be some activities um, based on like your love language, gratitude and connection. Um, but the dinner and love aspect, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, you have your daughter-in-law, father-in-law, son-in-law, everybody gets together as a family. How can we do that in love? And so I just thought of dinner in love. So having dinner with love at, at the center. Okay. The, the more she talks, the more New York you get here. In the beginning, in the beginning, she said, "I'm from New York." The way she said New York, yeah. Y'all laughed at her. Anybody, anybody from New York that don't live in New York anymore don't sound like it until they say that they're from New York. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that is fact. That is fact. That it's, uncanny. It's, uncanny. it's uncanny. You know how they be going hard on New York women, how aggressive they are. <laughs> yep. That's well. Brooklyn. So I'm from Brooklyn, but I lived in the Bronx too. And we are a little aggressive, but people like that. So no, they yeah. don't. Not everybody. Know, I know, I know, I know a girl just Not like everybody. you. I know a girl that lived in the Bronx and the Brooklyn, the Bronx, Brooklyn connection. I know, I know, like I know girls like you. you aggressive, know, right? Like yeah. Come on. Shut up and love me. person or two gonna hear this and know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Brooklyn the Bronx is a good connection. Um, all right. All right. Uh, do we have any more? But, I mean, when I go home, they say I don't sound like I, I they say I Of course like you don't. Of course yeah. you don't. Of course they you don't. They haters have changed. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, you can. I tell you, say, I'm tell you from New York. New York. But when I, but when I'm mad, all of it comes out. I start talking fast, and I'm mad, mm-hmm. and everything comes out. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you, well, you know say what? It's all, New York you talk. All too. New York talk. All, when I talk, I'm mean, talking fast. When I yeah, talk, yeah, all that, all yeah. that AL, that AL stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the coffee, all of that. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, yeah. any more? Uh, Shout out to New York questions. Yeah. Shout out to the accents. Shout out to that aggressive, <laughs> hardcore accent, yo. <laughs> any more questions? Love me now accent, yo. Love me now and forever. <laughs> any more questions for uh, <laughs> Fantasia? <laughs> no. And forever. And forever. I can't. Uh, nah, uh, man. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you for coming go on. Ahead, go ahead, Rob. Uh, all right, well, I want to thank uh, Fantasia for the founder of Facts for... I did say Fantasia. I didn't say Fantasia. I said you did. Fantasia. You said it right. I appreciate yeah, it. <laughs> From Facts <laughs> for coming on. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I appreciate y'all for the invite after all of the years that y'all been doing this. And so just really giving it to y'all. <laughs> Don't make that face. Oh. Giving, it to oh. <laughs> giving it up to y'all too for doing all that y'all do, especially as I'm seeing y'all work in the community and having the conversations and bringing li- real life stuff up. And so thank you for the yeah. invite again. And, uh, yeah. Anytime. Yeah, strong thank black you. men. Um, appreciate it. Before we go, we always like to know how people can find you on these World Wide Web, these social medias. Um, on the streets where the brick and mortar location at the address. So how can they find out more about facts? Oh, also and volunteerism. You seem like you, like you said, five team of five and you got massage, masseuses, massage therapists, whatever they call them. <laughs> then you got, uh, therapists and all. yeah. So you need, you need volunteers. So talk about all that real quick. Yeah. So if you are wanting to volunteer, you can contact, um us at well so for the nonprofit the website is www.financialacts.org um and then for the retreat center the it's www.fwrnc.com and the only reason i said that slow is because we just got the website stuff running last week and so i'm like it was one thing it started off as wellnessretreat.love and we switched it. Okay. So okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, so you, that, you said you said the literacy earlier, and I was like, oh man. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you came through. So, we literally <laughs> just got that one on Friday. <laughs> so I'm like, you said financial literacy. There's a difference. Right, right. <laughs> right. I, mean, I heard literacy and I was yeah, like, well. That's but she, she, she did it right. She was just because it's a new new website. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. we just yes. got it on Friday. And she explained she explained real fast. She explained it real fast. She didn't give us a chance to to <laughs> right, right. But I y'all still that. added it even with me giving that. It's cool absolutely though. yeah. yeah. That's yeah that's cool. Cool. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> and um, as far as the social media sites, is at financial acts across the board for all the nonprofit. And then for the retreat center is at Facts Retreat um, on social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, whatever else is out there. All it's right. all the same. All right. yeah. And the address in Fayetteville, we're in Fayetteville on oh, yeah. the intersection of Rim Road and Cliffdale. And it's 8175 Cliffdale Road, Suite 116 in Fayetteville, North Carolina, 28314. Is the address for the retreat center? There you go. Nice. Awesome. Uh, all right. Awesome. Uh, nice. All right, Yoke. How can I find you? 
You can find me on IG at IM302YODA. Uh, Lou? Uh, my name is Lou Belgium, L E W Belgium. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, somebody was like, I was looking for you at L O U. I'm like, you DM me at L E W. You definitely didn't look for me at L O U. L E W Belgium. From now on, it's, it's okay. Man. All right, uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at uh, or X at Bruise and Banter Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say Alexa, play Bruise and Banter Podcast because we are on Amazon Music and all that good stuff. You can go to www.bruising <laughs> what the high note. Yes, why does it gotta go yeah, high? Absolutely. At this point, you should, you should be uh, used to it. That's now. the radio it just, it sound. Makes, it makes my, yeah, it makes my eye. It just makes my eye twitch a little bit. So yeah, should, mine don't, too. Don't worry about me. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. You should, you should it have sounds a, good. You should have a reaction oh, to it. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't, I, feel, I mean, you I feel did, it in I your did. soul. Definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> because I, because I the thing is, as long as I had Alexa, I never said, Alexa, play. Like, I never asked you. I just ignore you all the time. <laughs> no, it's that late night thing. Yo, it's, it's funny. I forgot thing. it was one of here that came on when I said that. <laughs> exactly. You said Alexa. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Nah, I said that's not Yoda. Who the fuck? You can go to www.bruisingbanter.com as well to check out uh, all our upcoming events. Uh, check out us on February 22nd at Autumn March. We'll be hosting the oh, <laughs> Who All Going to Be There Trivia Experience. Uh, at 7 p.m. <laughs> what? I didn't do all that. Who all gonna be there? Jesus. You can definitely check us out there. Uh, it's a, the event is free. Yes. We got prizes, music. Um, so check us out there for sure. Come through on that Thursday. Um, before I go, uh, it's so, at Autumn Marsh Brewery. It's at Autumn Marsh Brewery. Yeah, I said that earlier. But tell you said, who all going to be there? You forgot, <laughs> yeah, you forgot all to all listen. All I was just, just Scooby Doo voice. I didn't know you Scooby Doo voice. Uh, <laughs> I ain't hear nothing else about before, before we go, I, I want to know, like, uh, Usher, Usher, what's your favorite Usher? Um, CD. What's your favorite Usher song or CD? Anybody got one? Who? My my way is my favorite CD. All right. One that came out like we were back in high school days. All right. Yo, financial. I don't, I don't know. know what came up for me when you said I'm like I, Usher is cool. Um, ah, I guess it'll be you Usher. got it, you got it back. <laughs> what's which one is that? That's eighty seven oh one. Oh, that one. All right. I mean, I, I just like Usher. I don't really, spe- ain't no really specific. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Well, this has. I like, a... I like when the motherfucker took when he took when he took his shoes off in the video. That, was, yeah. that, was, that, was, <laughs> yeah. that became my favorite song. I'm like, I never want not to be my. I still don't know why like, he took his shoes off, but I, yeah, I, I get it. I think it was part of the choreography. I think yeah. it was just part of the dance. It definitely like, was. Take our shoes off and well, walk away because like, I'm so upset. I mean, it's like LL pouring um chocolate on people's uh, knees for no reason in the, in the video. Yeah, right? well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That chocolate on the knee might be something, though. Not in public on a car. Like, <laughs> know, dog. <laughs> but that's like <laughs> Usher got more hype recently with all of the things he's been doing in Vegas. So yeah. I think he's more yeah. popping than he was even when he first came out. Right? 
I don't know. That's a confession so? album. That's a confession album. I don't he know. That was his top album. I don't know. I don't know, Fontaine. Yeah, I think yeah. Confess- Confessions was probably his, his yeah. height of the heights. His height of the heights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, think he, I think he's back up to like right, right. below. Like, like yeah, the My yeah, Way yeah. status, the like mm. 1990s guy, Usher. Okay, well, maybe I'm paying attention more now. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That was a good one. His career like definitely was a, a bell curve, a double barrel curve. Like he went up and then he went down, and now he back up. Yeah. He back up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For a while, nobody was uh, checking for Usher for Usher. No. Uh, for a while. Um, all right. Yeah, Once again, we want to thank uh, the founder of Facts Foundation uh, for coming on. This has been episode 237. Until uh, next time. Have a good week, everyone. Goodbye, people. Yo, after the night, don't leave your girl around me. True player for real. That's my nigga for real. Uh.